to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. There is a piece of thick ivory paper folded in half with my name handwritten in black ink on the back. I didn't recognize the handwriting, but it was as fancy as the rest of it. For half a second, I wondered if the bloodsucker was into gloating. I flipped it open. Jacob, I'm breaking the rules by sending you this. She was afraid of hurting you, and she didn't want to make you feel obligated in any way. But I know that, if things had gone the other way, I would have wanted the choice. I promise I will take care of her, Jacob. Thank you, for her, for everything. Edward. Hi! Hi! Um, hi... (laughs) Uh, hi. I, I sound confused. About, <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Marin, and this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Today we're talking about the epilogue of Eclipse, which is not my favorite thing to talk about because it's from Jacob oh, Black's yeah. point of view. I regret to inform you. Whenever Jacob Black starts talking, all I hear is like, I thought it was more of like a, (laughs) I mean, either way, it's annoying as fuck and I want him to stop and Emily drew a big frowny face. Right after it says Jacob Black, and I just wrote him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but let's talk about what happened last week for a minute oh, to lighten the spirits. Let's a talk bit. about what happened last week for like half of this episode if we want to. <laughs> let's re talk about how they almost had sex in the meadow. Do you guys want me to reread you those five pages? 
I will. And I then will if you ask. For some reason, Edward had a an antique diamond ring in his jeans pocket, which doesn't make any sense to me. What kind of a body does he have that he can just put a ring box in his jean pocket? Yeah. I can't. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. He's fine. Maybe he had <laughs> Alice sew him in a special ring pocket for this occasion. <laughs> He's like, okay, Alice, you wanted me to wear these jeans today, right? But I really want to be carrying the ring around with me just in case something happens. And I'm going to take Bella to the meadow later, which will be very romantic. So I need a spot to put this where it's not going to look weird. And Alice is like, okay, okay. I will sew you a ring pocket in your jeans. Oh, my gosh. So... Yeah, basically Edward was like, Bella, I can tell that you're only making these choices to make everyone else happy, but I don't care about anyone else. I only care about you. So all of my uh, demands of our compromise are off and we're just going to do Bella, Bella plans, Bella plans for the rest of my life. He's so into it, and so am I. Mm-hmm. I don't like a Bella plan, but I think if Edward isn't fighting against a Bella plan, then she smartens up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Suddenly it's not like uh, she's not under stress and she doesn't have to immediately come up with something to like prove a point. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> it's not a desperate plan. <laughs> I'm just trying to put off talking about I know, Jacob honestly. <laughs> for the longest I can. Yeah. So Edward pulls out the ring, sticks it on Bella's finger. She's never taking it off again. And meanwhile, elsewhere. So this epilogue has a title and oh, it yeah. is Choice. Choice. We already made our choice. We know our choice. I've known my choice since <laughs> 2005. Yeah, yeah. So there's Jacob. He has run very far away to some cliff edge um, to be alone. And for some reason, Leah followed him there. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> and she's is like... Is Leah just trying to be funny or does she hate Jacob? I... I I I wish that I got more from Leah <laughs> instead too. of only experiencing Leah through Jacob. I hate seeing Leah through Jacob's eyes. Because he is not, he gives her no room and to be a person. And he's so mean to her. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to, I want to know Leah from like Leah's perspective because she's not just like, oh, I'm going to follow everyone around and make them miserable. <laughs> no. That's no one's, I mean, she's not that's doing Jacob's that. MO, but it's not Leah's. <laughs> anyway, she's there and she's like, Jacob, um, do you think this is going to be much longer? And he calls her impatient and whiny. And he's talking about how everyone knows what happened. Obviously, Leah also knows what happened. She knows why I'm here to be alone, that I just want to be alone but Leah was going to force her company on me anyway. It is pretty rude of her. Yeah, I mean, I don't love it. I don't either. And he says, besides being crazy annoyed, I did feel smug for a brief second because I didn't even have to think about controlling my temper. It was easy (laughs) now, natural. He tells her to jump off a cliff and she says, really? You have no idea how hard this is for me. And he's like, for you? You have to be the most self-absorbed person alive, Leah. (laughs) oh man i wonder if she has a little mirror with her that she can give him i hope so (laughs) actually (laughs) it's you yes (laughs) he's rude to her tells her to go away and she says just look at this from my perspective for a minute okay 
Jacob laughs and she's like, stop snorting and pay attention. And he's like, well, if I pretend to listen, will you leave? I asked, glancing at the permanent scowl on her face. I wasn't sure if she had any other expressions anymore. That's sad. Everybody's mean to her all the time. Everybody is. And he can remember a time when she used to be pretty, but not anymore. No one thought of her that way now except for Sam. And Bella. And Bella, for (laughs) sure. And she says to him, this is making me sick, Jacob. Can you imagine what this feels like to me? I don't even like Bella Swan, and you've got me grieving over this leech lover. I dreamed about kissing her last night. What the hell am I supposed to do with that? Let it happen. Girl. Get some Bella action. Heck yeah. Jacob Everybody says, wants some. Oh, literally get in line. <laughs> uh, Jacob doesn't care. And she's like, I don't want to be in your head anymore. She's going to marry him. It's time to move on. And he says, shut up. And then it would be wrong to hit her. Yes. Uh, yes, it would. Is he saying strike back as in like verbally or physically? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> um, but she'd be sorry if she didn't walk away now. Okay. So I would assume both. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if it's Jacob. Jacob's the worst. She's like, he'll probably kill her anyway. Maybe a funeral would be better closure for you than a wedding, which is rude. And then Jacob's like, well, yeah, Leah, um, can you imagine how the rest of us like looking at Sam through your eyes? It's like the same thing. Emily already has to deal with your fixation. She doesn't need us guys panting after him, too. (laughs) Which, I mean, honestly, I feel like is pretty fair to point out to Leah. It's like, you do the same thing to all of us. Like, why do you get to be the one to call me out for this? What seriously, seriously sucks about this is that she she can't help the way she feels about Sam. Mm -hmm. She can't just turn it off and stop being in love with him and stop thinking he's beautiful and stop wishing that she was with him. And she needs to realize that Jacob can't either. He can't turn it off. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'm like, Jacob, leave Bella alone, that's very different than he can't turn it off. Then, yeah, just Jacob stop feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So Leah gets up and leaves, spits at Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. He knows that he's going to get in trouble with Sam for acting like that, but at least Leah is gone. And Jacob's thinking that... It's not so much that Bella chose Edward over him, but that she chose being a vampire over staying human, which... No, mm, I don't think so, Jacob. Me either. This is a Bella... This is an Edward-Jacob thing. Yeah. And then he thinks about what if Edward does kill her, he gets mad again. Um, He's wondering if he should just let himself phase because animals can't feel pain in the same way. But Leah's a wolf right now, and he doesn't want to have her thoughts right now. So he just has to believe that Bella is going to be okay. Um, He thinks about how she'll be different and wonders what it'll be like and whether she'll stink as much and wonder if he would be able to kill her, which is interesting, weird, and very scary. Yeah. Huh. So he's looking at the water. He's thinking about what he should do. He doesn't want to go home, but he doesn't know what else to do. And so he gets together his sling and his crutches 
because apparently even though he's gone far, far away from anyone he knows, he needs to keep up a charade of the fact that he's broken there's his legs. Any, there's not even anybody that he knows close by. There's Let nobody at all. But because Charlie <laughs> saw his accident, he now has to keep up the pretense that he's healing from his injuries okay. for a while. Okay. Which, <laughs> okay. It's so weird. He goes home, he walks in, Billy looks at him, and he Jacob can tell that something's going on because he's acting all extra <laughs> casual and he's extra talkative. So Jacob just decides to ignore him as he talks about how Sue came over, and I don't know how she deals with that daughter of hers, though. Oh, man. It's gross. Yes. Um, But Seth's a lot easier, of course. <laughs> It's quiet for a while, and then Billy tells him, we got a letter today. And Jacob's like, a letter? And he's like, well, a wedding invitation. And <laughs> oh, no. Jacob has to focus on keeping control now, even though literally one page ago, he just bragged about how easy it was for him to stay oh, under well, control. Yes, but this is crossing the line. This thing that he knew was going to happen <laughs> is that too much him for him the to edge. take. <laughs> Billy keeps talking and he says, there's a note inside that's addressed to you. I didn't read it. And he pulls out the envelope and sets it on the table. And is like, you probably don't need to read it. So then Jacob grabs it. <laughs> Fine, I'll read it. Pulls it over. Um, Alice has gone all out. <laughs> the envelope itself is a nice thick paper. The card inside, also the same. He can tell that Bella did not choose any of this. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. There are layers of see-through petal-printed pages. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. He doesn't look at the invitation, doesn't see the date. He pulls out the note that has his name written on it. He doesn't know whose handwriting it is. And he's like, I wonder if Edward literally wrote me something to like rub it in my face that no. Bella chose him. No. No. Jacob doesn't Jacob. know my Edward at all. Not at all. It's really just Edward being like, Bella didn't want to send you this because she didn't want you to have to choose. But if it were me, I would want a choice. And so Kay. here's this. Imagine this. Yes. Imagine that Bella... Had chosen Jacob, uh, the asshole. Uh-huh. And like a couple of years down the road, they get married. Mm-hmm. And she sends Edward a, a wedding announcement, you know, because he's, he, he's decent. And he would have <laughs> wanted the choice. Uh-huh. And imagine that you're standing up there and you're holding hands with Jacob Black and everything is whatever. And you look out <laughs> in the audience whatever. and sitting out there in the back row is Edward fucking Colin. And you're just like, I don't. Goodbye. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm totally right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just, that's a leave at the altar. <laughs> that's a run away yes. April and Jackson style. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes okay. 100%. Okay. <laughs> Billy warns Jacob that they do only have the one table since <laughs> Jacob is about to destroy it. Oh no. And so Jacob just gets up and takes his shirt off and runs out the door. <laughs> cool. A reasonable response. Um, he Jacob brags about how easy it is to phase now. 
and how he has four legs and is flying, but he's not <laughs> alone. Oh, his babies, his little buddies. Uh-huh. They're worried about him. Embry pops in and he says, I'm so sorry. And Quill pops in and says, wait for us. <laughs> and Jacob's Did just like, Did these guys get invitations too? I'm sure that Billy warned him. He's like, oh. he called the pack and he's like, all right, boys, <laughs> I got some bad news to deliver to Jacob and he's not going to like it. Can you be on the lookout? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Jacob tells them to leave him alone. He can tell that they're worried. And he says, this is what I hated most, seeing myself through their eyes. Worse now that their eyes were full of pity. They saw the hate, but they kept running after me. Mm. Which, honestly, I get how that's annoying, but that's very sweet for them. It truly is. They're good friends. <laughs> yep. Then Sam pops into the chat and he says to <laughs> let them go in his orderly fashion. And so Embry and Quill stop. Oh, man, it's Sam. Sam. <laughs> Jacob wishes that he could stop hearing and seeing and feeling and being, basically. Been there. And so Sam tells the other boys to phase back, give Jacob his space, he'll come pick him up. Then it's just Sam, and Jacob says, thank you, and he, Sam says, come home when you can. Mm. And now that Jacob's alone, he's got nothing but speed. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs mm. and runs. And he says, if the silence in my head lasted, I would never go back. I wouldn't be the first one to choose this form over the other. Maybe if I ran far enough away, I would never have to hear again. I pushed my legs faster, letting Jacob Black disappear behind me. What a good thing to leave behind. Jacob Black sure does talk a lot about <laughs> leaving, stopping his behavior, changing not ever coming back. And he never follows through on any of those things. Ever. No. Could you just one pick one to follow through <laughs> on? Just any would yeah. be fine. Yeah. Ch- change your behavior. Leave. Be nicer. I just anything. Choose one. Thus hmm. ends. <gasps> the book's over. Eclipse. You guys. You've stuck around with us for a whole another book oh my god that's incredible i can't i can't even this is i don't even have the words to describe what remember twilight has meant to me for the past year and a half now literally no words it's It's both like overwhelming and also it doesn't feel real. Like I, it's something I can't grasp. So it's not something that feels real. But yeah. at the same time, we get so many messages from so many people saying how happy we make them and that we make them laugh still and keep them company. Still and it's every just like, day where I'm like, they've got to be sick of us by now. Mm-hmm. Or how, how could possibly somebody start listening to stuff we did a year ago and be like I love this Uh (laughs) but it still happens all the time and it's so meaningful and it's so just I can't believe that something that we are doing is so important to other people but I'm grateful for it and I'm here for it and I will remain here (laughs) I'm not going anywhere I'm very happy about this me too so thank you for all of your support for making this happen, for um, creating a community with each other. I mean, I feel like our Remember Twilight people are a very distinct group, you know? Yeah. It's not just any 
fandom and it's not just any group of Twilight fans. It's people who actually love Twilight who are going on this journey with us. And that means more than any other thing. Yeah, we had the opportunity to get on some video calls with some of the people who support us on Patreon the other day. And the thing that rang true to me for every single person is that they are happy to finally have a space where they have people that they know that they can talk to about Twilight who won't judge them and who will support them that they can be friends with. And uh, it was beautiful. so great to see. And I'm so happy that we get to facilitate things like that. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's yep. amazing and it's beautiful. And we are, we are going to be here forever for you. <laughs> so for eternity, we are here for you. So thank you very much. We are sad and glad to be putting Eclipse away. Yes. And so excited to start reading Midnight Sun in a few days. A few days. Yeah, a few days for us. I mean, for you guys, we already have episodes out. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're right in the we're thick in of the it. Past. But oh my gosh. We're very excited to start that. And remember, if you've treated your friends horribly, it's okay to run away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.